Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Welcome to the Riverside Flow Service from the Macarius Church Headquarters with God's servant, Bishop Eddie Addy. At the Riverside, you are watered, revitalized, established, and spurred on into victory. Be strengthened as you listen. Let's pray. Father, thanks a million for the opportunity to hear your word, the engrafted word that is able to save our souls, build us up and give us an inheritance among the sanctified. Show us mercy and kindness by your word. Make a change. Advance your purpose in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Honoring the anointed. Honoring the anointed. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be here? Some people are not excited, but we thank God that they are here still. I don't know why. We must enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Or rejoicing. Alright. Honoring the anointed. Number one, honoring the anointed provokes unspeakable blessings on your part. This is the second uh, edition of this topic which I began on Sunday. Turn your Bibles with me to Second Kings. Honoring the anointing provokes unspeakable blessings on your behalf. I want you to believe in this biblical truth and reality so that your faith, you see, the Bible says that unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. So we can preach, but when we preach, it won't profit you. And the reason is because of the next sentence. Not being mixed with faith in them that had it. You see, and there's so much attack on this particular truth. That even if you are a father or an anointed person, you may be a bit intimidated. Encouraging people to practice this very important reality of the word. And of your relationship with anointed people and fathers. I give you these foundational scriptures in um, Exodus. Let me start from Proverbs 3 9, so that at least we know that we have started with God, God first. So Proverbs 3 9 and 10 says, Honor the Lord. That you don't have a problem, isn't it? Do you have a problem with that? Honor the Lord with your substance. So, your substance. So, maybe today my topic could have been honoring the anointed with your substance. But I will not stretch it that far. But let's just 
stay with the topic and then I'm just making the point that God has laid this at the base of our relationship with him and therefore with people that he sends into our lives who are called anointed people or fathers and fathers can be biological or spiritual so God honoring God with your substance and with the first fruits of all your increase is a powerful admonition say a big amen to that so that's why where the tithe comes in or a dedicated section of your income people have a problem when we talk about tithe but take it as a dedicated section of your income and all that you get all your increase so if somebody does so actually every week you should be giving tithe at every service because some of you people dash you things but that one is not for God it's like it was dashed to me but what God is saying is that it's part of your increase and you need to honor God honor God means that let God be exalted let God be praised let God be acknowledged let God be magnified in your life that there is God in my life Oh, I beg you don't just praise my intelligence the intelligence was given to me by God don't just praise my hard work my hard work my ability to work hard is the health God has given me and the breath he has given me yes God he, he, he gave you breath and, and many people don't acknowledge God in that way it's as if they made themselves and that is why it's important to have the, this practice where you honor God where you exalt him where you elevate him in your life acknowledge him and make him known tell people one of the reasons why you are alive is not just so that you can eat and drink and and be happy but it is also that you will declare the works of god declare it i shall not die but live to declare the works the works the works so in your life you should be always god has blessed me oh i'm so blessed god help me safety is of the lord i got so uh, i could have died on the road i saw an accident on the road I, I i thank god that i was not involved because i could have been involved well you can be minding your own business as a good driver with good license from uh, a driving school not from a washing bay but from a driving school do you understand and minding your own business and driving straight you are not overtaking, you are staying in your lane, you are not bypassing cars left, right, left, right, left, right. Sometimes people go left, right, left, right, they say, I could be an accident, accident. He can easily have an accident. But you can be minding your own business and somebody from nowhere is just coming for you, the tail lights, and he doesn't have money. Sometimes Abubu Ya people. Yeah. So when you come through the roads, you travel, you come. Acknowledge that God has saved me. God has delivered me. It is God who brought me. Don't praise the scale of your bus driver or Uber driver or your own driving. You see, so honoring God puts God somewhere in all your life. Your life's going out and coming in. It puts God there. That is not your scale. Even though you are skillful, you don't praise your scale. This is what Belteshazzar did. He praised the gods of silver and the gods of wood. 
and did not acknowledge the Lord in whose hand his breath is. You see, so many of us don't understand the concept of the tithe as an honor to God. A practical, demonstrable way you show that you have God in your life. So when you have money, you take and dedicate a percentage. Do you see? And even the government wants you to acknowledge their presence in your life that they have they have made roads for you, they've made water come to your house, they've made power come to your house. And even though you even pay the power electricity, they have provided it. Schools, hospitals, even though you still pay school fees, they want you to know that they provided it. And God is saying that even though even air, you don't buy air to breathe. Cars on the road, they buy air to pump their tires. But you, the one you are breathing, that, uh, uh, that makes you proud, puffed up. Uh, then you become bloated with pride. You don't even buy it. But to acknowledge that it comes from somebody. Why wouldn't you do that? So as a Christian, paying tithe is your spiritual duty and requirement to put God's honor in place for him. Everybody, and no matter who you are, it must be the case. When people now are stingy and don't want to give to God, then they come up with all kinds of arguments against the tithe. It's pastors who want to be enriched themselves. It's pastors who want to eat money. And of course, God is there in heaven. If you want to give God anything, where will you go? So the Bible says in Exodus that there is a place where he has chosen to put his name. <laughs> There's a place. So he says you will not offer your offerings everywhere that you find. But in the place with the Lord thy God shall choose. Yes, so where, where he has put his name is a church. Everybody knows, even the unbeliever knows that. If you see a church, you know that God is God's house. And the reality is that God's house must be kept and must be protected and must be helped to exist. So that the people who serve in God's house don't have to do other businesses on the side. Because when you do business on the side, even though you can still do ministry, it's very challenging, it's very difficult, it's very complex. You know, sometimes your heart wants to really do more, but you are constrained by your time. They are sending you on retreat. You also going to, they are sending you on trek, and you want to go on retreat. Which one will you fulfill? You will fulfill the one where your food comes from. <laughs> oh, it's not the case, Pastor Daniel. Yes, you have to go on some regional. Office uh, regional directors meeting in Abuja. Now you say, oh, you have a, a route rally, so you can't make it. No, 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 no. Most people who, as soon as duty calls, where you get your salary from, you just leave. So there must be people who cannot be controlled by uh, an organization's hymns and caprices. Yes. <laughs> regulations and expectations come at this time go at this time it's controlled by somebody sitting somewhere in the ministries shouldn't be there should be people who the church they are dedicated to it like myself i'm dedicated to the church work and have no other regulations and expectations from volta river authority or 
uh, ENI or uh, Echo Bank or any of these beautiful establishments. I hope you are understanding that. And so that brings up the other part where God talks about um, honoring those who teach you. But before I come to that, because I want to put it in perspective, and that is that you have to now, apart from God's honor, God enjoins us in Exodus chapter 20 verse 6, verse 12. Exodus 20 verse 12. He says, honor thy father and thy mother. So there's honor God with all your substance. There's also honor thy father and thy mother with substance. You don't have to say it with substance for it to mean with substance. Everybody knows when you are honoring your father that you, it's, it's with substance. Of course, it's with greetings. It's with respect. It's with, um, it's with, with, with what? With recognition, introduction of your parents to your friends, all of that is good honor. But we all know when you want to make it substantial, you use substance. So you have greeted your father, you have respected him, but when you really want to honor your father and mother on their 70th birthday or 80th birthday, you use substance, something that is weighty, something he can hold. Something he can hold. When he sees it, he says, Oh, meba. Washem yenimunyam. Nyamin shrao. Yes. Watimenim. Yes. It's with good grades. Honor your father with good grades. All those are honor. Your parents have sent you to school. They are expecting you to get prizes. When they come, it's like you were the last in class. You have disgraced them. You have dishonored your father and your mother. Yes. Your father and your mother wants to, they want to dress up and come for speech and prize giving day where they can be clapping their hands and shouting Imbile Agatha. Because Agatha was a very bright student collecting every prize from English, maths, physics, chemistry, biology. So when they call first in chemistry, then they mention Agatha something. Then the mother will get up and she'll run from the back and be clapping. Imbile Agatha. Imbile Agatha. Oh, my daughter Agatha. She has honored me with good grades. Honored me. Even though she, the mother, is not the one collecting the prizes, the fact that her daughter has got it kind of casts a beautiful shadow on her that she is also intelligent. Or sometimes you are intelligent, your child is not intelligent. It's like as if you are not intelligent. That's why many parents want their children to do, become doctors. Because like, if I was at your age and I had the opportunity I've given you, I would have been a doctor. <laughs> yes. To prove that they themselves are intelligent. So they make their children become doctors. So those of you that you are going to school, your father wants you to do science. He is trying to uh, uh, <laughs> extrapolate his brain onto your brain. To tell the world that his brain is a doctor's brain. And although he didn't get the chance to be a doctor, it is in his daughter or in his... his, his. So they are, they are very proud. It is honor. But we all know, after you have become a doctor... After you have collected prizes, when it really comes to honoring your father and your mother, you know that you need something substantial. Substance. 
That's why people grow up and build houses for their parents. Oh yes. Build one where they stay, another where they collect rent so that they don't have to go hungry. Those who really honor their parents, they build houses, they buy cars, they get drivers. It's like, mommy, mom, you've carried me nine months. I can't see you going to take trotter and coming. Going. Here is a, 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 Toyota, Corona, a, a Toyota Camry. Solid one. So that it takes you drivers who near Yes. But that's what is expected of that's what Bible says that honor thy father. Ten commandments. This chapter is on the ten commandments. And one of the fifth commandment. When God starts to he shifted the commandments away from himself. Eh, and he was now coming to human beings. The first one was fathers and mothers. Very important. Very, very important. So Everybody here listening to me, Facebook or whatever other, whatever media, you need to learn this powerful principle of honoring parents, fathers and mothers. And, and therefore it, it goes to the next one, which is, these are biological parents, which he's talking about mother. And it has a promise that it may be well with you and that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord giveth thee. Are you getting it? I'm taking my time because if I don't take my time, you will just be shouting and you will not hear what I'm saying. Yeah. So, honor biological. Then the third category of people that fit into honor father and mother is spiritual mother and spiritual father. Because it exists in 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 the life of a Christian. There are people who father you. You can't run away from it. You can't, you can't just whistle it away. Or you can't just wave your hand and just let it, I all this fatherhood nonsense. It's not fatherhood nonsense. It's the reality of life. Yeah. And Paul explained it to the church in Corinth that um, he said to them in 1 Corinthians 4.15 that although you have 10,000 instructors, Yet you have not many fathers. Okay? They are not many fathers. So they are just, they are few. It's not just you have only one father. He's saying you have, don't have many fathers. So there are different types of fathers. Don't fight it. And locate the father figure in your life. And accord him the right honor. So that there too it will be well with you. And your days will be long upon the earth. So this is where we, we are we are on to honor the spiritual fathers that are in your life. Yes, the pastor who is pastoring you is a father to you in many ways. And even spiritual mother, because his breasts are feeding you every day. Yeah, even though he's male, spiritually he has breasts. Even God is called El Shaddai, which is the my almighty, the mighty breasty, breasty one. His 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 breasts are full of milk. Give him milk. Are you there still or you've gone home? So, although you have 10,000 instructors, but you have not yet many fathers. He says, for in Christ Jesus, I have begotten. Begotten is an... Change the version to New King James. Let's see what it says for begotten. 
New King. Oh, NESB, NESB, NESB. Yeah, NESB. For if you were to have countless tutors in Christ, yet you would not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. I became what? Through the gospel. Not through biological. But through the gospel, I became your father. So if fathers are to be honored, then this type of father too also deserves honor. And the father who bets a ministry that you come to enjoy, do you see? Are you, are you here? Yes. I'm, no, no, no. I'm not, it's a question. I shouldn't ask a question. I shouldn't ask a question. Uh, the way you're answering is like, hey, I'm here. It's like, hey, why are you asking me that I'm here? Ah, uh, I shouldn't ask a question when I'm preaching. I shouldn't ask you a question. Ah, uh, okay. Sit down. <laughs> yes. So, I'm saying that a pastor who is like the regular pastor preaching, like I'm preaching to you regularly, I'm your spiritual father. Bishop Dagwood Mills, who founded Lighthouse Chapel International, is our spiritual father. He's a father to us. You can't say you don't see him, so he's not your father. He's a father to us. Major father like that. Do you see? And therefore, you have to learn how to relate with such fathers who may not be near you. Well, sometimes when you are growing up and your father is not near you, you think that he doesn't have any input in your life. So even sometimes when he calls or you have to relate with him by phone, you see people, children, they are just offhandishly, just flippantly, you know, what again? Ah, oh, oh, share. Because like right now, you don't need anyone to carry you. You don't need anyone to pay your fees. So you feel that you are now independent of such a person. And therefore, you have a right to sort them out or put them in their proper place. No. For you as a child, your honor for your father, your mother, is till death. Because a father causes you to exist. That's all. Whether in life or in ministry or even some people have fathers in business they don't joke with them at all this man set me up the one who set you up ah, they have they buy cars they give them gifts they buy tickets holiday with hotel bookings and spending money they they they, they shower them with and they mention them when they have an event the man comes or he doesn't come they will mention I want to use this opportunity to thank Mr. because like even though he's not with you and you have got money you don't depend on him the setting you up caused you to exist that has made you stand where you are standing at that moment So, spiritual. Even in First Corinthians, when you jump one verse and go to verse seventeen, you see him saying to the church. Apart from that, he is their father. He says that for this cause, 
have I sent unto you Timotheus, verse 17. 1 Corinthians 4, 17. For this cause have I sent unto you Timotheus, who is a faithful son and beloved. Hmm? Or a beloved son and faithful. I think it's... What did they say that one? Property is what? Commutative. Is that not so? Yeah. He's my beloved son and faithful in the Lord. Because you can be a son who is not faithful. It's not dedicated. It's my beloved son. like somebody that I love and is faithful. He has not changed over time. His flocks have multiplied, but he's not different. He has prospered, but he's not some way. Do you see? All of us have some wayness when we prosper. Potential some wayness. And it comes, pa. You prosper, you marry, people like you, you are famous, you are, your people call you papa or daddy. Yes. <laughs> if you are not careful, that thing can come on you and uh, affect you. Go to this side, please. Go to this side. Thank you very much. Yeah. There are no ashes, so I have to usher. I have to usher you. Are you there still or you've gone home? Hello. Can I talk to you? Yes. So for this cause have I sent unto you Timotheus, who is my... Look, Timotheus... Go to Acts chapter 16. Let's start from verse uh, 1 and let's see. They went, then they came to Derby and Lystra. And behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman which was a Jewess and believed, but his father was a Greek. Eh? So they are explaining his mother and father exist. Biological. Then came he to Derby and List. Oh, verse 2. We are reading on. Which was well reported of by the brethren that were at Lystra and Iconium. Him would Paul have to go forth with him and took and circumcised him because of the Jews which were in those quarters. For they knew all that his father was a Greek. Because the Greeks don't circumcise their children. And because he's a believer and he has come to Jewry where the people are Jews, he had to circumcise him so that like, hey, we know that your father is a Jew. So if you have joined the Jew, Jews, then you must be circumcised. Oh yes, I'm being circumcised. Verse 4. Have I crossed verse 3? Verse 3. Hello? Yes, verse 4. Verse 4. And as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees for to keep that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. So this was the same Timothy that he's talking about. That This is a guy that I have given birth, although he has a father and a mother, his father is a Greek, and Paul is not a Greek, Paul is a Jew. So, the father is a Greek, I am a Jew, but he is my son. For this cause have I sent unto you, Timotheus, who is a faithful, uh, my beloved son, and faithful in the Lord. So, for you to see that, 
the fact that he has biological parents, mother is a Jew, father is a Greek, eh? I can be also his father. I'm also his father, but in the Lord. In the Lord. So if you are honoring your father and mother, don't forget your spiritual father too. You are not clapping well. Yes. <laughs> well, I shouldn't tell you to clap well. Ah. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Do you understand? So then you see clearly that this concept or principle or doctrine or teaching that you should honor spiritual fathers and mothers is not strange. In Galatians chapter 6 verse 6 it says let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Let the communicate is share or give or honor. Because honor with your substance. Communicate with him in all good things. Anything that's good like a car, like a house. That's why some people give their pastors houses. And some people give their uh, past fathers brand new cars and lands. And you don't have to be jealous about it or be angry. Oh, why does he have so much money? Oh, why have they given them so much? You may not accept honoring. And even your own parents, if you have money, you won't give them anything. To give your father thousands like too much. Hey, what the bear then? Ah, you have a man 200. Ah, a dog, because you don't know how to honor somebody with your substance in a substantial way. The one who is taught in the word is to share all things with the one who teaches him. Verse, verse 7, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. So don't mock God by changing some of these principles. He says, for whatsoever, whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. Whatever you sow, you also reap. Whatever you sow, you also reap. So when you sow into the life of your father or your mother, you reap from it. Long life and well-being. Health, that your money that you have can never give you. Long life that your, your, the money you have cannot extend your life. But the connection with the father whom you have honored will give you that, that blessing. Yeah. You will be blessed to live long. Yeah. Don't follow your other brothers who are insulting your father. Don't follow your other sisters who are fighting your mother. Don't follow them. A brother told me, all his siblings were fighting his father because he had gone to marry a, a, a young girl. They were not happy. And he says he remembers a message that was preached and it's like, don't follow your brothers who are fighting your father. He said, it is not my place to determine who my father should marry. The father even eventually became blind. All the siblings were not living with him. This person who was living with him was now guiding him, bringing, bring water, bring this, make my water ready. The blind father, how will he go out and how will he come in? And you, you live in your own house somewhere. 
And you don't want your father to take a decision when his eyes are dim and he can see small that, ah, that's a very nice girl. Whether it's nice or not, as far as his eye can see, that's what he has chosen. Whether it's your age or above your age, that's what he has chosen. It's not your place, oh son, to correct your father. And he will go to the father and talk to the father. Built a beautiful bond with the father. And the father was very happy. So every time the father would call him, tell him things. In fact, he took him to the bank, showed him where his accounts are, and changed the signature to his signature. Yes. The others were fighting him, and he had no business giving them anything. And when you have a spiritual father too, the same temptation can come. There are pastors who are rebellious in their hearts. They would like to derail your own blessing of longevity and well-being. And they will tell you, oh, don't mind that man of God. Don't mind. The same thing. Same thing they treat biological fathers. Come to the same spiritual fathers too. And you should not be deceived. God is not mocked. You can mock a man of God, but you can never mock God. You can ridicule a man of God, but you can never mock God. And one day you see that God will have the last laugh. And his word will be the last word. Yes. Don't deceive yourself. When you think that a man away, your father is blind, so you can shout at him. Share. Your mother cannot hear, so you can laugh at her behind her back. Share. God is the one who sees so. God is the one who is watching. So, learn it. Let it sink into your spirit and learn to be very substantial when you have to honor a father figure in your life, whether biological or spiritual. Don't count your pain. It's small, small, small. You hundred cities. commander. Then you just find some pennies, be some hundred cities, hundred cities, join some ten cities, twenty cities, five cities, two cities, ten cities, five cities, you join them, and I hear hundred. Now, oh, they call, say, oh, this is my offer. Learn to be intentional. I like what my friend Bempad said. He said, is this your birthday, the one that is your sister? I said, no, this one is 59. I said, oh, uh, the one is next year. So we have one who here. said, we have to prepare. And he prepared. As some of you never prepared anything. Now you know I don't need Maybe the service will even take an offering for me. But it's not because I need any. I don't need your money for anything. If you want to give, you can give. I don't need to say it's my birthday. So we want to take a time and give an offering for the birthday boy. Kai, then you can take your offering. Share. They got the people give offerings. That's why people become pastors. Oh, you know that you, that's not why I became a pastor. It was later, some days after that, I said, Hey, so we didn't even take an offering for, for the birthday boy on the birthday service. We didn't take. Normally they would have taken. Because Ghana for one or no. Hey, any of you go? Hey, any hey? Hey, Obiabe my offering. Hey, all these thousands of people had gathered on that day. Share any bishop already deal. Wow, 
<laughs> you will get a lot of money. So you'll be thinking only on, on those terms and miss out on what is important for your life. Now, if you are to live long, you'll be happy. And if it were be well, if it were to be well with you, you'll be also happy. But how to get it is well with you, not by your exercises, not by your drinking of uh, hot water. <laughs> hot water. And I say they all know cold water, view. your water is hot water with lime inside. So that I can fight cholesterol in your body. Chale? There's nothing he's drinking, there's nothing he's exercising. He has not paid any gym. He has not done any water drinking. He is not on ketone or keto, what do they call the keto diet or this type of vegan. He's now become a vegetarian. He only chews leaves. Oh, but they honor a father. And once they honor a father and a mother in their lives, they qualify for a spiritual power. A spiritual power that releases longevity and health into their bones. So, honor, honoring the anointing provokes unspeakable blessings. So, the verse we are looking at, I'm going to just paraphrase it from 2 Kings chapter 4, uh, verses 8 to 17, is talking about the Shunammite woman. It fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem. Where was a great woman? Let me just read. And she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is an holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick and it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in thither and it fell on a day that he came thither and he turned into the chamber and lay there and he said to Gehazi his servant call this Shunammite woman for me and when he had called her she stood before him and he said unto him and, she, and he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And he answered, and she answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily she hath no child. And her husband is old. Hey, your husband, your young, go cry in himself, hope, but husband is also old. And he said to her, Call her, call her, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. Which means that from the first conversation, the woman must have left. I don't need anything from the king. I live here. I don't need a land. I don't need anything. I am among my own people. So I'm sure she must have left. Then Gehazi told him later that she has no child. He said, oh, call her, call her, call her. Bring that woman to me. And what did Elisha say? And when he had called her, he said, be about this season according to the time of life. Thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto me, unto thine handmaiden. And the woman conceived. 
and the woman conceived. The Bible doesn't say what she went to do after. Now, if your husband is old, you may easily not be doing anything practical. But if a prophetic word has come, you can activate it. And by that activation, she conceived and bare a son at that season that, the, that Elisha said unto her, according to the time of life. In our system, we must learn to believe in the anointing that is upon the father of the ministry. Oh yes. Because there are words in his mouth they can change your destiny. But you see, unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them and to her. But the word preached did not profit us because we don't mix the words we are hearing with faith. I'm preaching but you don't mix it with a certain faith that wow! Is that so? I'm going to use all my savings to honor somebody in my life. I'll take out my savings. Because if you mix it with faith, you will go to an extent where it will even break your bank and, and empty your storehouse. Because look at the woman. She built a house from the moment she constrained him to eat food. That was good honor. But when she really wanted to honor him in a substantial way, it was a house, not two plates of the same food. Or not that food we take away, take it home. Or that the bag of rice that, oh, we have bought some for you, but take this one that you to when you get to where you are going, you can make more food. He said, told her husband, let's make a chamber. Let's put a bed, let's finish it. Not a chamber that he's going to furnish, but a chamber that we will furnish ourselves with a bed, with a desk, with a stool, and with a lamp. So that any time he passes by, this is his room. Nobody sleeps there. Hey! This is substantial. She took a quality decision to honor the, the anointed. She began to honor the anointed at a lower level. This lower level was the honor she bestowed on him by giving him bread and food. Then this woman moved to a much higher level by honoring the anointed with, by building a house. You can see all these elements in this passage. She honored him at, the, at this highest level by making his life comfortable. The power of God on Elisha was provoked after he had received the honor from this woman. That's why he said. Because she was eating. She never called her to ask her. Is there any proper need in your life? She was eating. Eating. She was eating food. She was drinking water. I'm sure there was. If it was today. There will be some coke. Or some chilled coke with lime. Lemon and something by it. Is that not so? Or if it's not coke it's What? For health's sake, it will be so below. Do you see? Chilled one and some fruits. Eh? Ginger, honey, and sour soap tea. Yes. With pure water. What is green tea? What is this sour sap tea? I don't know about it. Lemon grass tea. Your stomach is full. But she honored him. Okay. So where 
Honoring the anointing provokes unspeakable blessings. If you believe it, if you believe it, not just a practice that somebody is forcing you to just do. I don't enjoy it. That you, somebody has to force you that here is somebody, your pastor's birthday, or this man of God's birthday, let us go and give him something. No, that's not how, that's not honor. Believe it as a very important and substantial practice, a step that if you believe and you do it, you know that something major will come to your life. I don't believe when you are giving some hundred, two hundred, like, let me jam it, baby. They say they are collecting some contribution. Don't collect contribution. Give honor. Give honor. Substantial substance. Give it with faith, not with complaining and with watching to see, hey, so if I give this and this one gives this and this one gives this, hey, how then he will be very, very distinct. Oh, he will be very distinct. Why shouldn't he be distinct? Who made you? One man alone. Ghana for Sadi Edging. Hey. All oh, the, these people who are all center directors, all these, uh, this thing. Hey! And this one, I know where he works. This one, he earns dollars. This one, he earns pounds. This one, hey! Sure! Hey! The media, let me just bring my 100 Ghana and just give God. At least I've given something. We don't just give something. See, the woman was giving something. It didn't provoke unspeakable blessings. But as soon as she honored properly in a substantial way, why can you not give a land if you have a land? Why can you not give a car if you can buy a car? Why can you not give a house if you have built a house? I'm glad in my life that I've given a house before. Houses actually. You take this one as yours. My mother, before she, long before she retired from civil service, the house she was in, they gave her a chance to buy it. I said, I'll all my savings, everything, let me give it to her. Me, myself, I don't have a land. I don't have a house, but I'll give it to her. She deserves more than that. She has sold her cloth to look to pay my fees before. Kai, I will not see that you are going to suffer. They move you then. Half of your things are with this your sister, and half of your things are this your friend, and then you don't know where you are going to sleep tomorrow night. It can never be. Not whilst I'm alive. I found God blessed me, traveled, got a lot of per diem, whatever, honorarium. This thing, when I came, this is mid 90s. So. Every money I brought, I said, Mommy, take this one, use it to buy that house. In your name, not my name. In your name, it's yours. Oh, she will mention me every day. She said, She's not working somewhere and I'm around. Or she tells everybody, Mobile Sophony, Mobile Me Sophony, Bibi in Sophie, Yanko Punsho, Medawase, Medawase, I, Medawase, Yanko Punsho, Yanko Punsho. Those sentences are keeping me here, are keeping me here, are keeping me here to evoke something. 
you don't want to give anything. Hey, if you know where the you, me, me myself, I don't have house. How can I give you a house? Jaja, 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 munjai, jamiam, janessa. Sawahu. That's why we are walking here. And you are also coming. And I'm 60 years now. My own father was only 49 when he died. Now I'm 60. Going on to 61 by the grace of God. And if I have a chance to honor any father in my life, oh yes, I'll do my very, very, very best. Whatever it means, I'm going to do it. I'm preparing and I've prepared. And I will prepare. Do it in a substantial way. And you are my sons and my daughters if you do what I say. Hey, hey, my time is finishing. Let's go on. Number two. For this today's point number two. Honor, okay, yes. Honor the anointing in a substantial way. I've mentioned it, but let me give you a scripture. Honor the anointing in a substantial way. This woman did it. But let's look at Isaiah 43. Verse 22. He says, But thou hast not called upon me, O Jacob. But thou hast not been wary of me, O Israel. Thou hast not brought me the small cattle of thy burnt offerings. Neither hast thou honored me with thy sacrifices. (laughs) I have not caused thee Eh? To serve with an offering, nor worry thee with incense. Thou hast brought me no sweet cane with money, neither hast thou filled me with the fat of thy sacrifices, but thou hast made me to serve with thy sins, thou hast wearied me with thine iniquities. Always worrying me with your sins, always troubling me with your troubles. But as for me, you have not brought me sweet cane with money. You have not come with sacrifices. That is, you see, to give anything substantial is a sacrifice. Because whatever you are going to give, let's say if you have to give a car, Eric, you will lose a car. But if it's something you believe, yes, sir. it will bring you untold blessings that cannot be quantified or talked about. Even you will be shy to say some of the things because it will be so wild that you will feel shy to mention it. Yeah. I always tell Prince, Prince is very blessed, but he can't say. And he doesn't say but I remember when I was a young boy he was in the church when we were trying to buy this land he had a very posh land there was nothing on it but very nice hey, if you go on the land and you see the whole of Accra beautiful land on a hillside that overlooks the city hey he said get, get it bishop take the land yeah the papers God will look after me it's a, sac- it's a major sacrifice. A young boy, Afia, oh, were you married even? I was not married. If he was married, it would have been a problem because <laughs> she won't say anything. She just looks at you. Because, hey, junior, what are we going to get? As junior is going to grow, what land would we have? We have three boys. 
land ba kwa ya wano odi akwa chess of eh all of them are kwesi 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 number one kwesi kwesi so when you call kwesi you all three come <laughs> kwesi one kwesi two kwesi three kwesi kwesi three is that kwesi four kwesi three yeah only kwesi three yes now you want a girl akusia akusia ni so you don't need any akusia again yeah he gave it it's a sacrifice and God was enumerating things that he's expecting you, are, you, you should have instead of just worrying me with your sins and your iniquities you should have brought me sweet cane with money you should have served me with your uh, with, with your fat, the fat of your sacrifices the fat and he did oh the other day I was telling him that into my testimony well because it's like the things are some way to even talk about them in, in public. Yana for the answer, she's kind of say, Hey, me, I will need iPhone. iPhone. I mean, like me, I'm in a church like this. I've never, nobody has given me iPhone. Is this 14 or 15? Which was the latest one? So I have people who are using iPhone 14. So I look at them and say, hey, what's up for you? see iPhone 11. And I will use 14. 12 a bit 13 a bit 14 a bit You have not served me with iPhone 14. Yeah. People are sitting behind me. They are using iPhone 14. Yes. Then they can say, oh, Bishop, I just bought this one. Oh, this one is my phone. This one is right there. Oh, it takes very nice pictures. This is no problem. Please take a photo of me. Eh? Then they also be taking click, 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 click. I'm happy for them. Why not? But God is saying that He was expecting that you also serve Him with your iPhone 14 or your sweet corn with money. God expects it. Not just worrying with problems. My wife is not making me happy. My business is not this. My, you have, you've loaded all your issues on the Lord. But when it comes to the fact of your sacrifices, you know, even sometimes there are some tests. I don't know. Maybe I don't know whether it's not. I don't know whether it's not the culture, but it should be. Because people have given. But they, I don't know whether they even want me to say. Because sometimes when somebody gives and he says, it's almost as if he has, his left hand has seen what his right hand has given. But it's beautiful. Now I was moving to my house. My brother, he told me that, do you like this electric fence? And I said, hey, my compound is very big. He says, it doesn't matter. He brought the people, they put the fencing on my house. The whole compound. Very big. And I lifted my hand and said, as you have fenced my house and secured my wall, so may the angel of the Lord surround you with favor, with protection, deliverance, and, and, and prosperity. And you think it won't happen? Hey, it, 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 it's like when Isaac ate the food and he, he said, hey, where is my son? Come, come, come. He, after he, because the mother made it. Oh, they made it with some spices and things. The father, the way the father likes it. 
Now you have a husband, you don't want to make the thing the way he wants it. But the mother knew what the father liked, how he liked the meat. So she may prepare the thing and spice the thing. Hey! When the father smelled, they said, yeah, yeah, bring, let me eat. When he tasted the thing, he said, hmm, too nice. When he finished eating, he said, come, come, come. I don't know whether he even washed his hands. He said, come, let me, I so bless you. Then he laid his hands on him. And he said, the field, the field of my son is as the field that the Lord has blessed. Hey! Those, that sentence is so nice. Eh, the, the, and he came here, he kissed him, and he said, he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Wow. My God. Hey! If you believe, that's why you get. And this blessing, it came on Jacob and, and followed him up to today. All his children are enjoying this blessing. When Esau came back and he said, it was a mistake. I am Esau. The one who came before is Jacob. Never said, oh, Jacob. His name is Jacob. His name is a supplanter. That's what he has done. And he is blessed. You watch it. He says, and Isaac trembled very exceedingly. And he said, verse 20, verse 32, verse 32. He says, verse 32. And Isaac, his father, said unto him, Who art thou? And he said, I am thy son, the firstborn, Esau. Hey, and, and Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, Who, 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 where is he that had taken venison and brought it to me and have eaten of all before thou camest? And I blessed him. Yea, and he shall be blessed. It's like I can't return what I've already spoken. Even though it's a mistake. Because there's a blessing of a father. I tell you, you, if you can believe it, if you can believe it, you will see, you will see wild things in your life. That's what Satan uses people to fight it. So that you don't honor your father, you don't honor your spiritual father, you don't believe in them, you don't love them, you don't believe what they say. You'll be looking for somebody. There are pastors whose fathers are in America. They are in Ghana, but they say their spiritual father is in America because they don't want to defer to the one they can see in front of them. In a substantial way. Yes. It says, you have not brought sweet corn with money. Hey! Me, I don't even know whether sweet corn with money or sweet corn you have bought with money, but it's the same thing. Whether the sweet corn comes with money or the sweet corn was bought with money, it's substantial. When you have substantial money, you don't want to give it to anybody. You never, God will never speak to you that. Okay. Ah, don't bring Lord don't, don't say that I don't think it's the Lord Father Satan I bind you in the name of Jesus The last one, honoring the anointed will result in your establishment. 
How many want to be established in this life? Hmm? In Psalm 15, verse 1, 1 to 4. Let me just read that and end. It says, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue nor doeth evil to his neighbor nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor in whose eyes a vile person is contemned but he honoreth them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth to his own head and changeth not. So, let this soak in. In whose eyes a vile person, a rebellious pastor is condemned by you in your eyes. An evil person, somebody who does not honor his father, a vile person cannot be honored by me. I will not write on his page or post or profile or what you do call profile or post. I don't know. Post or profile. What do you write on? Timeline or those of you who are into this uh, eh, profile. I don't know. Eh? You comment on his post. I will block you and cancel you. Because in whose eyes a vile person is contempt. The word is condemned. Okay, but in the new... NESB, NESB, NESB. Where's the guy? Where's the man? He says, in whose eyes a reprobate is despised. But who honors those who fear the Lord? Do you honor anybody who fears the Lord? I'm asking you, do you honor people who fear the Lord? We honor people who don't fear God and they speak. Bible says, touch not. If you fear God, he said, touch not mine anointed. When David saw uh, uh, Saul in the cave and he was there asleep, he said, he, the Bible said he cut off the hem of his garment and his heart smote him. Yes. The guy he was with, Abishai, Abishai said, let me kill him for you because that's your enemy. God has given him your hand. And I will strike him only once. I won't do it twice. He will die. No, it is finished. And David said, You cannot stretch your hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless. When David was running away from Saul, he went to a place called Nob. And there were 80 priests there. People who fear God. They gave him Goliath's sword. They gave him provisions. And then he ran away. And somebody, Doeg the Edomite, was in the town. When he saw it, he went to tell Saul that, hey, the guy you are chasing, you know, the priests have hidden him. They have given him things. And he said, then Saul came to the town. And all these priests in their cassock were standing there. And Saul said that his soldiers, they should kill the priest. And his soldiers said, no. Yes. Before that, before the verse, first Samuel 22. And the king said unto the footmen that stood about him, Turn and slay the priest of the Lord. 
turn and slay the priest of the Lord. People who fear God. Somebody is telling you to, to kill them and to say bad things about them. And the, because their hand is also with David. Their hand is with God's anointed. And he said, and because they knew when he fled and he did not show it to me. They didn't show him that David had come to their town. They should have exposed David, but they didn't expose David. So his soldiers, his footmen, they should kill the priest. But the servants of the king would not put forth their hand to fall upon the priest of the Lord. The soldiers of the king, for the first time, they disobeyed their commander-in-chief. Because yes, we kill Amalekites. Yes, we kill Hivites. Yes, we can kill Jebusites and Perizzites and Hittites. Do you see? And Philistines. But the priests of the Lord, dear, our swords can never touch them. We beg you, O king. Are you like that? Because you don't recognize him as an anointed of the Lord. You have to learn that if somebody names himself by the name of the Lord, eh, you, it is not your place to say he is like this or he is like that. He's fake. Do you know how to determine fake people? Even Jesus, when they told him that somebody has made, uh, sown tares, uh, wheat, and in the night somebody sowed tares, that's the wrong weeds among the, 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 the wheat. So when the next day they saw that the wheat had grown and the wheat has also grown, they asked that should they cut all the false and the true, they should cut the false out of the false, the true. Jesus, they asked Jesus, Jesus said that, that he told them that let it alone, let them stay, let them at harvest, the reapers will separate them at harvest. He says, for in doing so, you may easily kill the wheat as well, because you are trying to uproot the evil ones. Leave them at harvest. But young Yempesia trying harvest. Yempesia is instant justice. Are you a tribunal? Lest ye root up also the wheat with them. Lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up the wheat with them. So good ones can be uprooted with the bad ones. So you don't have to root out. If they are, leave it. Why don't you want to leave it? Why do you want to judge it now? That's why some Christians, I don't understand, they, they champion, they want to root out the wheat, uh, uh, the, the tares out of the uh, So they, they, they will be on uh, uh, YouTube always fighting pastors who are preaching. Correct you, more, remove them. These people are false pastors. Then they'll list Pastor Chris, Oye Depo, this one, they'll say, so many pastors who are false. Hey! And you are the true one, eh? only you are the true one. And you who are, who you are, you are, what are you even doing for us to even follow what you are saying? And I'm telling you, don't follow such people. In your eyes, the Bible says that such, such reprobates should be condemned in your eyes. Don't follow it on Facebook. Those of you more per Facebook, so tomorrow, what's up status? When we send you things from church, that this uh, news from UD office, news from here, you won't even open it. Yeah, flow. join the flow. You even say acknowledged, okay, thank you, or I'm on it. 
on the name Facebook, Instagram. Watch your pictures, commenting. Oh, beautiful. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. 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 Then you, uh, you react. Smiling. You alone, you are, your laughter can fill the whole page. Going up to heaven. Don't follow them. Let's go back to the Samuel, first Samuel, where we're reading before. Uh, 17. Is it 17? No, not 17. Second Samuel, uh, first Samuel 22, 17. He says, uh, verse 18 now. So the, the soldier said, they don't kill, isn't it? And the king said to Doeg, this Doeg who was there, he says, turn thou and fall upon the priest. And Doeg the Edomite, Turned and he fell upon the priest and slew on that day four score and five, eighty-five of them. Only him. That did wear leaning effort. My time is finished. That's why that's why the air condition is off. Yes. Do you understand? So you are you a doeg the Edomite? Who kills priests? When even soldiers of Saul say we will not kill the priests, you alone there, you kill priests. You have to watch out for people who are on your, on your, you are friends with on Facebook, friends with on Twitter, t- uh, Instagram, different places where they are, they, they are doing the Edomites, taking up holy men of God. People that you should honor people who fear him, no? You are rather, you are rather dishonoring them. The Lord have mercy on us and guide us. And as you honor, the Lord will honor you. And as you honor, the Lord will favor you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Lift your hands. Pray for yourself, Lord. Oh, show me mercy. Show me kindness. Madoli barahada. Zizi yamahande kidori babayagada. Nizimia handolo romosifiabes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. some of us need to repent and to call on God to show us mercy oh my father marunda ki palada zibiaha femi handali marugo sofri mi gebederi majadala rabahada blessed be God lift your hand and just pray baluriyama Lord keep my heart maybe your mouth has been used to bring down a man of God maybe you have allowed yourself to sit amongst people that have fought men of God with their conversation and with their words and you have found yourself contributing you want to say father have mercy on me but from today I am one not honest I am part of those who honor and I will honor and I will do it substantially and I will honor so and I'll believe in it so that the blessing of the honoring that comes to fathers that comes from fathers will come also upon me 
Rumahanda la bakura la jibada. Rema kosande idaria mahanda la baduria. Oh thank you jesus father we thank you for tonight and for your words that have come alive to us we pray for grace to be doers of the word and not just hear us only in Jesus name and let the blessing that comes from fathers who are honored let those blessings come upon us and also in a substantial way to remove sicknesses from our bodies to deliver us from shortening our lives to save us from the wicked one and plant our feet on solid ground we give you praise and thanks in Jesus name Amen. My heart has found in you a hope that will abide. We trust you have been refreshed by the word of truth, rightly divided by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. Join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. on the Riverside Flow Service. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. God richly bless you. Take me.